So how does it feel to be back? Hello everyone, welcome to the Stuff to Watch podcast for Friday, June the 10th, 2022. I'm James Crute, here to help you sort the good from the bad, not to mention the ugly, in the world of TV and cinema. Every week I'll be joined by two entertainment experts from stuff.co.nz who'll each make two recommendations for you. Today it's a warm welcome back to Bridget Jones. Hello. And Darren Bevan. Yes, hello. How have we survived the week of fame since we launched last week? I've got RSI from doing autographs and posing for selfies. Mainly my own, it has to be said, but there we go. That's all part of it. I've seen him do it. It's weird. It is very weird. Anyway, let's find some stuff to watch. Life without cameras was a big change for us. So that's from your first pick, Bridget. Tell us more about it. That was the Kardashians. You are not mistaken. They are streaming a whole new version of themselves on Disney Plus at the moment. We know that they've had 250 seasons on E! produced by Ryan Seacrest, who did American Idol and all of that kind of thing. And it was very, you know, scripted reality, shall we say. This take is totally new. The women are in control and it's a bit more of a docu-series. Yes, I really mean that. It's much more real. It's much more frank. It's way more open. It's kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit. They acknowledge the cameras, they acknowledge the filming. It's all very out in the open. And it's funny. It's insightful. These are interesting women. Sorry, did you just say the Kardashians were insightful? I did! (laughs) And I mean it! My problem with the series, apart from the fact that they are vacuous, inane and plastic people, is that you seem to know everything that's already happened to them because it's been reported so widely in the news three months ago that this is coming up and happening. I just don't feel like there's anything that they offer the, the reality TV series genre to make it worth a while spending time with them. That is where I would disagree. I think that's part of the beauty of this, is that it goes behind behind the headlines. So, yeah, we see Kim and Kanye West's marriage fall apart. But we also see Kim struggling with a husband who is clearly going through some mental health illness and his own issues and how she manages to navigate that. It's it's much more interesting. And also the vacuous stuff I take issue with because these are really, really successful businesswomen. From Chris Momager down, they have created massive companies that sustain their own wealth. They know what they're doing. It's not just perhaps what their fame was built on when it started, which is, yes, Kim's sex tape and the fact that she worked for Paris Hilton. But there's so much more than this. I have to say, I never watched the Kardashians in their old series. It wasn't for me. I got turned on to this by the boss's boss of this podcast (laughs) who suggested that it was a good watch. And she's right. It's really interesting and it's sort of... A bit different than I think a lot of people think that families like these are when they are together. It almost seems a bit sort of mafioso in terms of, you know, the trailer in particular where talk about the family, you don't go against the family. Is that part of its appeal? Yeah, exactly. They have walled themselves off. They are this contained unit. But the show goes behind that, you know, you they ask, can we film this? They're literally talking to the producers and the camera people as this drama's going on. And the answer is usually, well, as far as we see, yes. And it's really intimate moments that they are capturing. So it's going inside of that mafia family, I guess. We have all the time and all of the resources to burn them to the ground. Never go against the family. Let's go from one sort of franchise to another. 
Darren, you've got the latest Marvel series to talk about? Yes, this is Miss Marvel, which is now playing on Disney+, and is a delightfully vibrant new series that's got a bit of high school panache to it. Um, It is another superhero series, yet another one from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this one, much like Moon Knight, doesn't rely so much on you having the knowledge of the Marvel canon of every single film that they've released, all 473 of them, and the various spin-off series as well. It's a story of Kamala Khan. She lives in uh, Jersey City, and she's a young kid at high school battling the issues with high school problems as usual boys um, and all of that sort of stuff, as well as issues with a family. And that's the, the dynamic that I really like in the series there's a lot of multiculturalism and diversity as this uh, kid basically tries to deal with issues from her mum saying that she can't go to things and wanting to burst from this cocoon that she's built for herself as she starts to blossom so there's elements of that there's a lot of turning reds family dynamics there's also a bit of ferris bueller's day off kind of knockabout humor in this and a great soundtrack that really did remind me of clueless it's very much an origin story it's a superhero origin story about a girl who wants to be like the Avengers, wants to be like her heroine, Captain Marvel, and ends up getting those superpowers in ways that are surprising and entertaining, which you don't expect from these kind of series. It's delightful. I always thought I wanted this kind of life, but I never imagined any of this. Bridget, you've got something that's a little bit darker than what we've talked about so far? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, This is The Responder, which is streaming now on TVNZ On Demand. Um, it stars Martin Freeman. It's such important work. I don't think it is. I think it's whack-a-mole. Except the moles were trackies. Uh, it's the sort of dark, meaty story of a, a Liverpool cop who is about to start a bunch of night shifts. And we find out pretty quickly that they mess with his head. He's got some demons going on. He's trying to work through them. He's got problems at home. He's made some bad deals with some bad people. And on the first night of his series of night shifts, it all sort of comes to a head. And from there, we see it play out about how he navigates that and sort of the real impact of what these sorts of shifts can do to people. It's hugely depressing. Uh, It's very angry. It's very intense. Like I said, it's very dark. It's written by um, a guy who used to be a cop. So it's got that gritty realness to it. It's almost got the feeling of being a documentary. And from one hard watch to, I guess, another difficult watch for some people, although it has a massive fan base. Darren, it's time for the boys. Let me say it again, Cam. I may be a superhero, but I'm also just a man who fell in love with the wrong woman. Yeah, another superhero series. Who knew? This is obviously uh, streaming now on Amazon Prime with new episodes out every Friday, and it's the show that has our very own Carl Urban and uh, Anthony Starr in it as uh, a pair of dueling kind of antagonists, really. Um, Urban is the butcher, the guy who's out to get uh, Anthony Starr's Homelander, who's basically a corrupt superhero that's gone mad. I mean, this series just really does push it as far as it can go in terms of what you can expect expect for graphic violence and cartoonery. I think it's gone past the point of satire now because we've had Donald Trump, those riots on Capitol and everyone attacking the mainstream media every day for disinformation and lies. So the satire in the show this time round feels a little bit like it's lost some of its bite. Um, But it's a really enjoyable drama if you take all of that stuff out of it. It's well produced. It is grotesque and obscene, uh, as much as you would get away with on TV, possibly even further. In the first episode alone there is a shrinking superhero... There's basically a take on Ant-Man that 
ultimately ends up inside the uh, the sensuous parts of another man and just explodes. The body horror is incredible. Um, and you just wonder how they've got away with it. I did read something from Carla Barn the other day saying that um, he had to stay away from the shooting of those scenes because he felt he was becoming desensitised to some of the violence in the show and the graphic nature of it. And I can see what he's saying with it all. It's very much a show that you either love or hate. There's no middle ground on this. You're either into it or you're not, and you won't be convinced to come along with it if you're not already invested in these characters and their takes on corruption and white male anger. So finally, it's come round to my turn. And my classic cut this week is the 1996 disaster movie, Twister, which, thanks to a Stuff to Watch article, we even managed to get to number one on Netflix last weekend. Pets all round. Fabulous stuff. Periodically, nature will, in a kind of psychotic fit, go completely, randomly mad. Essentially, it's all about a whole lot of storm chasing uh, people. Helen Hunt plays the sort of lead of those. Bill Paxton has come to get his divorce papers signed. He's now on a, a weatherman living in, you know, not chasing storms anymore, essentially. And uh, chaos ensues. And it's just a heck of a lot of fun. It's terrifying. It's not fun. What are you on it's about? It's so scary. <laughs> the opening sequence where the family, uh, the guy's watching on TV, oh, there's some storm on the way, and then suddenly a lightning crash takes out all the power in the house, and he yells, let's get down to the storm cellar right away, and he leaves the dog behind to start off with. That traumatised me to start off with that. Then you get down there, and the clouds are growing. There's lightning strikes taking out trees. There's basically every kind of explosion going off that you'd expect for a PG film. And then halfway through that sequence, the guy who's holding holding down the storm cellar door, gets sucked out. And it's just an absolutely visceral opening that really grabbed me to start off with and just didn't really let me go. It's a perfect popcorn film to just sit on the couch, cuddle up, I mean, it's perfect weather for it, and just watch the world fly away. So, today we talked about... The Kardashians on Disney+. Plus. Miss Marvel, not Miss Marple on Disney+. Plus. The Responder on TVNZ On Demand. And The Boys Season 3 on Prime Video. And my classic cut is Twister on Netflix. So that's all for this week, but we'll be back next Friday with more stuff to watch. In the meantime, we'd love your feedback. Email us on stwpod at stuff.co.nz. There's more info at stuff.co.nz slash stuff to watch. You can subscribe to the Stuff to Watch newsletter there by clicking on any of our stories. And please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to my guest, Bridget Jones. Thank you. And Darren Bevan. I'm just hoping it's not raining outside, so maybe see you again soon. Absolutely. And producer Chris Reed. I'm James Crute, and I've been finding you stuff to watch. <laughs>